0: Welcome to a special edition of Trends and Tensions, presented by BHDP, where we discuss trends in architectural and interior design and the competing priorities, or tensions, that arise from integrating new ideas into existing organizations, enterprises, and institutions. This is part of the Higher Education Strategic Partnership Series. In this episode, Building Community Through College City Collaboration Part 2, special guest hosts Dr. Jamie Curity, president of Terra Firma, and Kerry Migalski, director of client services for Terra Firma, chat with Senator Gene Yaw and Mayor Derek Slaughter about the strategic partnership the city of Williamsport, Pennsylvania, has created with Lycoming College to revitalize the town. When the leaders of the city were contacted to help Lycoming College achieve its goals of a robust revitalization, they saw an opportunity that would also enhance the town as a whole. I'm your host Brian Trainer, senior strategist for BHDP. Let's get started.
1: Senator, we, we've uh, spoken with many of your constituents um, and with Lycoming College, and they said that you were um, a great advocate for the project between Lycoming and Old City Williamsport. So we really just wanted to hear your perspective and what your view is on this project uh, as far as what went into it, and really what, what message would you like to convey?
2: I don't mean to be facetious, but it's the right project at the right time with the right people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it just so happened, like coming college was probably very fortunate in a way. All these things just kind of came together in a project area, which is going to change the character of that neighborhood in that part of the city of Winsport. There's no question about it. And what happened, and I just happened to be. You know, the, the, the person who could be an advocate for it. We had a, a numerous entities and consultants that helped that were able to say, OK, here's a funding uh, source of money that we can use it's dedicated to street improvements, so so we can use that, and here's something that's dedicated to parking, or here's something that's dedicated to something else, and bring all those things together. We were very fortunate. We had the right people, the right project, and the right timing, and uh, in my Senate district, I represent five counties, five rural counties in Pennsylvania. This is an area where... I get the greatest return for my constituents, meaning this project would affect more of my constituents uh, on a broad base than anywhere else. And so that's kind of you know, that's a factor that I have to take into consideration when I'm doing these projects is where who's going to benefit and where can I benefit the most people? Mm -hmm. And this was one of them. It was a unique project, and it's going to keep growing because there are other grant projects in this area which will feed off of it. And like I said, it's going to change the whole character of that part of town. And when I say it's going to change the character, I don't mean in a bad way. It's going to make it revitalize it and Mm -hmm. bring it back to maybe what it was 50 years ago. Yes. The
3: partnership, to answer your original question, the partnership has been just fantastic. It's been a win-win all the way around, both for Lycoming College, for the city, that area sort of just on the eastern edge of downtown.
1: Mm
3: -hmm. It was very stagnant, not a lot happening. And so Lycoming College and the city, you know, really under Dr. Trachty's leadership approached the city with a vision and said that, like, coming really needed to put their money where their mouth was if they wanted to sort of reinvigorate the college, I guess, so to speak, and and make the college blend as part of the city and and literally, you know, figuratively, in blend right into the city. And that's what it that's what he did. And so when I started on city council. He had approached city council and administration at that time, and then obviously I've transitioned from city council to now the mayor. Um, and he said, we really want to start with some buildings that are going to literally, you know, reshape the, the landscape here in Old City. And and he did. And he went to his board of trustees and he got with the city and we, we developed this partnership.
1: How were you able to harness the city staff, like the personnel, to say this is a priority?
3: Well, I was always big on economic development. So to me, it was a no-brainer. Some of the pieces were put into place. When I was on city council, but the administration at the time was having uh, somewhat of a difficult time getting it over the finish line. Um, so when I took over as mayor, we sort of got together again, uh, all of the partners, so to speak, like Cummings College, myself, um, the administration. I brought a brand new engineer. Anyway, we all met, and I just saw that, you know, I knew Dr. trackley saw the vision and the value and what this economic development would add to not only to the college, but to the city as a whole. And so it was relatively easy to get uh, the others on board. It took a little a little bit of time just for everyone to see. So we had some meetings with city council to really explain the vision to them and how this was going to just be beneficial to all of us. It took a little bit of selling, uh, but it was a, a relatively easy sale to most people. And especially now that they're seeing what the buildings look like. I mean, people drive through there and they're like, this is unbelievable.
1: Yeah. The the pictures look amazing.
3: People are always like, how are we doing all this? It's just, I don't know, once it starts, it's like it snowballs. It
1: snowballs.
3: We have projects all over the city.
1: Hey,
4: Senator, if I can ask a question, you you already began to answer it in part, and it's demonstrating how it's going to benefit the most constituents. I think private colleges sometimes struggle with seeking public funding because they have to answer that question at the end of the day. And I'm curious to know in Pennsylvania, you know, who quarterbacks that effort? Obviously the college had a relationship with you prior (laughs) and that clearly was very important and you have to advocate for it, but you know, I guess it's somewhat um, state politics I'm asking here. Who asked a quarterback going after these public funds?
2: It, it has to be a, a, a governmental entity of some sort. I, I don't know who the uh, original applicant was, whether it was the city hmm. uh, of Winsport or the county. Uh, I, I, I just don't remember that off the top of my head, but it had to be a, some governmental entity. I got gotcha. you. Was the sponsor and then uh, the money to be used in a certain
4: way. Mm -hmm. Okay, that makes sense, because I know uh, President Tracty was telling us about this, I don't know if he called it a commission or a work group, but this collective effort of city fathers and institutional leaders coming together to form a committee. So,
1: Senator, do you have any advice for um, if other higher ed institutions are looking to partner up with uh, private or governmental entities um, in similar projects? Do you have any advice for them? And could this be used as a kind of like a business model that could be replicated, in your view?
2: The one thing that, that people need to do is keep their legislators involved uh, and go go talk to them.
1: Communication
2: is very important. It is. It, it's definitely communications. The, the way to start off
4: from a government perspective. Which what was the most complex pieces of this? Was it moving roads? <laughs> I got to imagine that's where things get really complicated.
2: <laughs> yeah, to some extent, I, I guess that streets are and roads are always a uh, an issue, and all that was done. Major intersections changed. Uh, we're looking forward to the next part of this project, the, the mixed-use uh, development, uh, which is, that's where the the college and, and the developer have really been involved in that more so than they looked at, they looked to me, will you support the funding for this project? And then they say, here's what we're going to do. So. but
4: mm-hmm. And our uh, understanding is there was no eminent domain or anything like
2: that. No, there was no eminent domain. Everything was, uh, uh, the college had worked on this when properties became available, they bought them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I think, uh, for institutions located in a uh, downtown setting or in a city setting, so to speak, uh, that's probably the, the, the easiest way to go.
1: I, we believe there's three phases to this project now. Um, do you foresee there being future phases? I mean, three on paper, maybe more in the future?
2: Oh, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, I think that there are possibilities. Yes, I mean I can't name one right off the top of my mm-hmm. head, but but it's like I said, it, it's that snowballing effect that something got started, and I think that once this is created uh, and people get used to that area, I think that the the, the people traffic in that area is going to significantly increase. Mm -hmm. Uh, which is, you know, that could lead to a a whole different uh, approach to not only for the college, but maybe even private business aspects of it. So um, it's like planting a seed. And I think that this is one that uh, has grown very, very well. I I mean, and the college has been the major mover behind it because Mm -hmm. I think that, the president saw a need to do something and as well and, and convince his board to go forward that they needed to do something with the college and the entranceway and uh, introduction to uh, here's what Lycoming College is. And we needed a facility that uh, was nice and, and pleasant to visit and was a uh, like a window into what Lycoming college is. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think we did not have that before.
1: Yeah. And it sounds to us too, um, just in talking with um, just different people involved, it, it really enhanced the student experience as well. So not only as it benefited uh, the community, but we can see how it's benefited the, the student experience, which can also help drive enrollment things of that nature. So,
2: That building is being used for uh, other community purposes now, which I don't think Mm -hmm. that that would have never been done before. I attended a program about a week ago at at the craft center and uh, on electric vehicles of all things. And so, yeah, it's being used for other things, which the whole idea in some of these things is to get people who normally would not be on the campus for any reason to come to campus and they become a supporter.
1: Well, that's exciting. Well, thank you for all your work that you're doing and it sounds exciting and.
3: Sounds good. Thank you. I look forward to hosting you up here in Williamsport then.
1: I love that. Thank you so much.
3: Okay. Thank you. you. Thanks. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. Thank you for joining Trends and Tensions, presented by BHDP, for this special episode, Building Community Through College City Collaboration, Part 2, with contributing hosts Dr. Jamie Currity and Kerry Magalski, and their guests, Senator Gene Yaw and Mayor Derek Slaughter. If you appreciate what you've heard, please rate, subscribe, and give us a review. I'm Brian Trainer, your host, and I hope you'll join us for another episode of Trends and Tensions to see what topics drive design.